husband wakes up with Steph, Abby and Matt on B105. Hello, everyone. Thank you for downloading today's podcast. Great to have you company. My highlight was the hacker. Yeah, he was very interesting, yeah. wasn't he? Mm. Yeah. We spoke to a, um, a hacker, a reformed hacker. He's not a bad hacker anymore. He's now a he's good a, Yeah, he's a good hacker. So now he hacks because he's paid for it. He's a white hat. Yes, yeah. that's how he explained it, white hat. It's from the cowboy movies. Yeah, but oh. I always thought that was a myth, but it does seem to hack. If you hack into a system successfully, mm. then other people hire you. I'm not encouraging it, but I just mean that's happened a few times. That's how little Bow Wow end up on NCIS Cyber. He was a bad kid and he'd hack some bad stuff and then all of a sudden they were like, look, you've got skills and you just were on the wrong track, so why don't you come under our wing and come and work for the NCIS cyber unit and then he becomes a good guy. But, you know, as always, they come across some of the bad guys from his past and he has to really kind of work out what side of the fence he's going to be on and turn on some of his boys because he's a better person now. It's a true story, isn't it? It is. And that's... better at Photoshop. That's how little Bow Wow Mm. became who he is. Just him and a computer. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm. He'll never live that down, little Bow Wow, that Instagram post, will he? Not while I'm around. <laughs> Not on my watch. Because he was on the plane, wasn't he? Yeah, he was on a, He was just on a usual, like a Jetstar flight, and then he posted a picture of a um, private, uh, jet. private jet saying, yeah, just fly to someone took LA. a photo of him, like taking a photo? Yeah, no, so he'd posted it and said, just fly, fly into LA or something, and then obviously someone followed him and was on the flight with him at the same time, and then they posted and said, <laughs> Bow Wow's just posted, he's on this private jet, bullshit, he's beside me in 16C, <laughs> getting his free coke. <laughs> oh, <that's> just... <laughs> oh, the shame. But look, he is still a famous rapper who was catching a flight. Yeah, you know? just couldn't afford it. We were the ones who coloured in the rest of it. He just put a picture of a plane up. Mm. Maybe he is an aeroplane enthusiast <laughs> and we, we all made an assumption. Maybe. You know? Mm. So. What does he sing? Um, bow, wow, wow, yippee yay, yippee yay. Where my dogs Seriously? I could play it to you, but the computer's so slow it won't line up. Yeah. That mm. was we. That was a number one hit, though. Mm. Mm. But yeah. obviously couldn't live off it with his lavish lifestyle. And that's why he became a hacker mm. and therefore ended up in the NCIS team. Uh, right, let's get into it. Here's today's Poodcast. Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. And the man who will be reading that news is David Shiraz, who is our new newsreader. He's in the studio with us uh, right now before the bulletin. I sense a stitch up coming. I can no. feel it. No, no, we're going to help you, actually. Oh, I like help. Yeah. This mm. is good. So you've just moved here from Canberra. I am. I'm an import. Um, I'm a fraud. Welcome mm. to the great city of Brisbane. And you, when you read the news each day, uh, we've learnt that you turn to our producer and you double-check how to say oh, some suburbs me in. and things like that. I do. Look, there's one road in Canberra. It's called um, Northbourne. Right. So, like, not hard. Here, there are so many complicated suburbs and names. They're really boring names in Canberra, aren't they? Oh, I got like... stuck on Adelaide Street and it just went around and around yeah, and, all, and around. All roads lead to that cesspool one, of yeah, Palmer House. Yeah. <laughs> so you, um, you wanted to know the classic people ask, is it Hins or Hines Dam? Yep, I asked that one. I asked how to. Uh, is it, um, I've already forgotten. Coop, Cooper? Cooper? Cooperoo? That's it. Cooperoo. Mm-hmm. See, mm-hmm. we could mess with you and tell you the wrong thing. And that's why I didn't ask you. No. <laughs> hey, 
And uh, we wouldn't want it because it's a station. You don't want to. No, I'm super local. There's some. You're super local. You just lived overseas in Canberra and never here. That's fine. Would you? There's some that local struggle with. Like I think it splits people down the middle if it's Gavin or Gavin. Oh yeah, on the go- on the Gold Coast. What yeah. is that? What do you say? Um, Gaven. I lived there, so everyone said Gaven. Gaven. Mm. Yeah. And it's Gold Coast, right? <laughs> <laughs> okay, so no Goldie. Oh. It's Goldie. 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 Yeah. The glitter strip. Yeah. yeah. Glitter strip. Yeah. So uh, we thought we'd test you here because uh, on TikTok, greatest app of all time. Follow oh, me at Maddie Acton. Yeah, don't worry. At Maddie Acton, there's a text to speech thing on there, which you can. Um, it's a new filter. It's just come to Australia, and of course, the text to speech computer mm. is just like you, foreign to Queensland, mm-hmm. and is not pronouncing... I thought you meant inaccurate. <laughs> <laughs> that too. That too. Not pronouncing some places correctly. So I'm going to play you the incorrect text-to-speech version of some of our locations. You see if you can tell us what they're meant to say. Oh, no. Okay. This okay? is not okay. good. Okay. okay. Uh, here's the first one. I think you would have you would have got this... You'll probably get this one right. Here we go. All right. This is incorrect. Yatala. Could I have it one more time, please? <laughs> Yatala. Yatala? Yatala. 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 There's one down. <laughs> Yatala. Yatala. Oh, your clay's close. Yatala. Yatala. <laughs> you just add, okay. That's, that, well, that wasn't necessary. Yatla. Famous Yatla. for the pies. Yatla. Yeah, Yatla. 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 So now you know how the game's working. It's how they think it is. So Yatla. I don't just repeat what they say. No, Got it. no. <laughs> you say, say it wrong. I'm okay? a mimic. Yeah. You say, you say what the correct is. They're saying yeah. it incorrect. So okay, Yatla. here we go. Here we go. Right, I'm ready. Here we go. I'm back. Wollongabba. Wollongabba. Bang, yes. Well I think it was in the news last week. Yeah. <laughs> Not Wollongabba. Uh, all right. Empty Kuthi. M1? I don't know. What? MT Kuthi. Mount, Mount Cooper? Mount, co- close. Mount Cooper. Not Mount Cooper. Mount Cooper. Mount Cooper. Mount Cooper. Mount. We'll give it that. Yeah, I got it. Mount Cooper. It's where all the TV stations are. I'll just leave it out of the news. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's also the make-out place. All the, the teenagers drive up there to, to make out. I don't know if there's out. a fire anywhere. That's why I have like, no. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> all right, here we go. Copper Lava. Oh, Kapalaba. Kap. Kapalaba. Close. It's, that's probably how Stab says it every time. Kapalaba. Kapal- oh, of course. Kapalaba. That's great. All great right. steak down in Kapalaba. Kapalaba. That's what I said. <laughs> 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 no one you ever gets listening. this right. No one who visits ever gets this one right. Indorably. 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 Indubitably. They're saying it wrong. We need it correct uh, in, from you. Indoroply. We shorten it. Indoroply. We short. Oh, ooh, close. And yeah. we shorten it with the shopping center. Indoroply. In do in 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 dripply in. Go again. <laughs> Indoroply. In dripily. Yeah. Yes. Almost a local. And the final one. Here we go. Winham. 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 Win them. Winham. They're saying Winham. 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 No, it is that Winham. Winham. Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. Give me fuel, give me fuel, give me, give me, give me fuel. Fuel watch. Fuel watch. Fuel watch. My, my dad watch. went and filled up for petrol the other day. Was it? Yes. Or the day, he was so excited because he thought he was getting it cheap, right? Mm-hmm. And he was absolutely headless. And he, the, I came home probably about an hour and a half after he filled up. And he was still talking about it. He was upset about the whole day because he read the sign wrong. 
And we went to go and pay, had a bit of a fight with the cashier because he thought it was the wrong amount. It's up at a dollar sixty seven. Well he got it for a dollar seventy something. <laughs> and he was upset about it. I got you to message him because I know how much you'll care about it. Fuel is a big deal and they <laughs> it's so annoying when they put the price of it up. Because they do it, they only put it up because they know we're going away for a long weekend. Can I, can I ask you a question? Because I understand I'm the same with interest rates, but uh, for me that is like thousands of dollars, yeah. and I try and haggle with that. It's about beating the man. Yes, but that's a lot of money. With the petrol, why does it annoy you so much? Is it because it's such huge variety, like variance? Yeah. That's it, what it is. You think that they're screwing you over. They are, because you can have one fuel station on one side, yeah. 50 cents cheaper. The other thing with it is, is it's... Yes, it makes the car move, but you don't get anything out of it. Like, unless if you go and buy a new flat screen TV, like there you've got the TV. It's just like lighting money on fire. How did you get the flat screen fire. TV home? No, but he never complains when I get him to get that bottle of wine that he thinks is too much. Uh-huh. He never gets annoyed at that. No, no you know, because he's going to enjoy it. That, that's going to go in his body. No, I meant you. You. When oh, I said me. you did the to go and get yeah, it. Yeah, same. Well, same. I do feel sorry for you, though, because, you know, it's, it's, it's all, always just going to get more and more expensive as it dwindles. Yeah, I know. Yeah, but you we'll know. have electric cars. Elon Musk yeah. is going to save us. But More hey. dinosaurs will die, hopefully. And <laughs> <laughs> it will be sweet. But we're talking about if you go and fill it up with the petrol, because my dad has been known for this. He won't fill a tank up. He'll just do a little bit if it's cheap, just to, like, top up the yeah. the engine. The idea to save money, and I, I, I think I'm going to grow up to be your dad, is if you've got... If you're three quarters full mm. and fuel is really cheap, still put it in because it may go up. Mm. And likewise, if it's really expensive, only whack 20 bucks in to get you by, wait for it to drop, then do a full tank fill yep. mm. rather than do a full tank at that high price. Because if you fill at a high price, the next day it drops, you're spewing. You can't Thank, siphon it out. Thanks for the lecture. See, I always find it's the same price, 50 bucks. What? <laughs> Let's put 50 bucks in. It's the same price every time I go. It's yeah, but $50. You, want, you have to fill up more Get regularly. less fuel, though. Yeah. yeah. Tisk, he doesn't tisk. care. Um, but our producer, Nat, <laughs> we have been working with her for quite some time. She's absolutely adorable. But every time we go to any place, she's late. And that is because you fill up with petrol. I just, yeah, I can't fill up a full tank. It just hurts my heart too much. So she constantly needs to fill up. How many times would you go to fill up with petrol in a fortnight? In a fortnight, probably five, <laughs> four or five times. <laughs> Don't judge me, Siobhan. <laughs> That's a lot. That's Did a lot. Did you ever get any like chocolate bar or anything there? Well, no, because also I live so close to work. I don't want to put in more fuel than I need. Right. You know, so you, know so I mean? you think to yourself, I'm going to drive to work five times this week, so I'm just going to put in the fuel I need. I'm not going to have any extra. Shaman, That's did you correct. Not know that? She's constantly filling up. It's not a joke. She's but for real. We need to change that. that, that I didn't realise it that much. Yeah, no, she she's not filling up. No, she's no, just right. putting in whatever. Up. Fine. Yeah. She's topping up. Not the tank so she's full. told us how much she's filled up once, and we are we're flabbergasted with the amount, but we want to see if anyone can sort of match that. Yeah. yeah. What is the lowest amount of fuel you've ever put into your car? So give us the dollar amount, because, you know, some people might whack in five bucks, ten bucks. You might put in... Has anyone ever just looked in their console, seen they had three dollars, just, yeah. just three bucks in? Because you can pre... Like pre-select. Pre-select. And I'd no. love to know if you work at a petrol station as well, what's the lowest you've and got? When Nat did what she did, and we'll reveal that at the end, the guy said, well, you've just set the record for this station. So yeah. it's pretty impressive. So has anyone beat her record? Yeah, over can anyone beat her record no. of the littlest amount you've ever put <laughs> in your fuel tank at one time? So Bianca from Holmview. Hi, um, I, actually, I called you yesterday. I work at Puma Petrol Station. Yes, yes, you lost yep. your card. Yes. 
Uh, well, the I serve a lot, so the lowest amount that people fill up is about around three, four dollars. Wow. Okay, three <laughs> to four dollars. And do they pay for that on card, or do they have that in change? Um, some of them bring in like a bag full of change, yeah. and some of them bring in like. A little bit of coins. Yeah, that's yeah, ashtray money. Coins. Yes. Yeah. What happens if someone overfills it and then they've only got a certain amount of cash? What happens in those situations? Uh, well, it depends how much, much. is yeah. like left over. Like sometimes we'll just let it go or sometimes we come go look for it. Or mm. yeah, But usually okay. we let it go. Right. Grab the mop and bucket. Yep. That's only like a few cents. Do the floors and away yeah. you go. Yeah. All right. So Connor and Eagleby, we've got like three or four bucks. What's the lowest amount of petrol you whacked in your tank? Yeah, so um, it was back when the fuel was less than a dollar um, last year. Mm. And uh, I had five minutes to make up before being somewhere. Mm. I put the lowest amount of fuel in and it ended up being like $2.30. <laughs> That's good. That's good. That would have filled my scooter. And what, did yeah. you pay for card or cash? Um, I had change in the car. Yeah. yeah. So you know what I would have done there, Connor, and this is how stupid I am. I would have put $2.32 in. <laughs> And because if you pay on card, they charge you the two cents. But if you pay cash, cash they, they got to round it down. Mm-hmm. So you would have got two cents of free fuel. And you just walk back to the car going, I showed them. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Do that. Do that every day for a week. <laughs> You've got yourself a lot of free fuel, people. Yeah, true. <laughs> 14 cents worth. Time that by a year. <laughs> yeah. oh, Five God. years let, of my driving career, and I tell you that. what. Let me quickly right, work mate, that out. I start getting uh, impressed with that. Uh, Bob in Ipswich, what is the lowest you've ever filled up with petrol? Uh, the lowest I've ever filled up was $1.50. Oh, $1.50. $1.50. What caused that? Um, I just had to rush to work real quick, and yeah. I didn't have enough, so I just had spare change in the car, so I just throw it in. Yeah. Did it even change the light? You know, the red light? No, no, not at all. No, 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 no. It's like, what was that drop? It just still stayed red, but yeah. made it to work, though. Yeah, well, that's, that's, that's it, isn't main, it? It's main thing. That little bit. Darren and Caboolture, how low can you go with putting petrol in your tank? My brother put in 63 cents. <laughs> 63 cents? <laughs> did he pay cash or card? Uh, cash. Yeah, three cents free, baby. Three cents. And did he make it home? Yeah, but it was back in 92. That's when we had the one and two cents. Oh, back, back in 92. Oh. So that was a full tank. Yeah, back then. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> okay. We did say that we were going to reveal. So 63 cents is the lowest we got on the phones from Darren. Uh, Natalie, our producer, who fills up five times a fortnight. She just does a little top-up. Um, tell us, how low did you go? 30 cents. <laughs> That's a McDonald's ice cream cone. No, they're 50 they're cents 50. now. I thought they got up to 60. Wow. Wow. Yeah, all right. Oh. Yeah, wow. In my defense, the petrol then wasn't $1.70. It was like just a plain dollar. Oh, yeah. So I got my bang for my buck. What, what did you do? Put it, put it, the fuel thing in, and then just go tap, like just tap it. Yeah, just a quick bloop, and there it is. <laughs> bloop, I guess you don't get that full amount, though. You know? You'd be shaking that bad shaking. boy. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You wouldn't shake it out. You'd yeah. have to shake it in. Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. We've got a full house at the moment, um, which I love because my parents are up from Adelaide and the border shut. So they're staying with us, which is perfect for kids home from school. Mm-hmm. So the house is full, how I do love it. But I'm kind of like, I'm in charge of the house, mm-hmm. which is very exciting. So uh, what, it's your rules? Everyone follows your rules? Well, my dad used to always say things like, you know, hey, when it's, you have your car, you can turn up your music as much as you like mm-hmm. and just yes. and play your crap. Yep. But while it's my car, we're listening to this. While you're living under my roof, yeah. 
You'll so now my he, rules. he's in the passenger seat and I crank it up and I can just see him squirming. I'm like, you told me. He's like, no, seriously, turn it down. Do you, do you make um, him sleep on a blow-up mattress in the lounge room? Because like, there'll be none of that going on yeah. in my it's, house. It's kind of like changed because everyone was home yesterday and I came into the door and, you know, the key comes in and walks through and I walked around the ki- like corner to the kitchen and the, the freezer shut, right? Mm-hmm. And my dad jumped back and I was like, okay. Mum's home! And then, yeah, and I was like, and he, I was like, what? And he goes, nothing. I was like, no worries. And he walked around the kitchen and I was there for a few minutes and I was just sort of talking to everyone about how their day is. And then I could hear my dad whispering to my mum and then she's like, well, you ask him, you ask her. So, she goes, your dad wants some ice cream. And I said, what? And I was like, what time is it? Have you had lunch? And he goes, I've had all my lunch. I was like, okay, this is just a weird scenario because now I am am now in charge Mm. of my dad. How long was it before dinner? Because that's funny. Because what age do you become parenting your parents? Mm. Because I I guess it was my house, but at the same time, like it's going to be a stage where I'm going to become the parent and look after my occurrences when they get too old and go to a nursing home. But then I was like, you can have ice cream if you want. He's like, thank you. I was like, no worries. So we got out his ice cream. And then the kids were a little bit hot and I said, oh, they can have, this was like two, three hours later. Mm. They can have an ice block. Anyway, so my dad's sitting there. He goes, can I have an ice block too? So you just had an ice cream. He goes, it was a while ago. And I'm like, this is just insane. So I was like, this you is go- why he asked you, did you hear yourself there? He asked for an ice block. He's and you said to him, to parent him though. But you just had ice what cream. What I meant was, go and get it yourself. He doesn't need to ask. That is not what you said. You said, but you've just had ice cream. Yeah, he knew you would say. If he He's were- asking me to parent him, so I'm pairing him. He can go and help himself. Nah. He nah. can help himself to an ice cream. He could sit down there during the day and eat it. He's a grown man. He can do it. If he walked around the corner with an ice block, licking that thing, and you two made eye contact, you'd look at him and be like, really? You're having another one of those? You just had ice cream. <laughs> <laughs> he knows you would get your I don't judgment. Care, but now it's all of a sudden that they're like asking. Hang on, did you say, excuse me, um, uh, Mrs. Burden, um, am I allowed to get a glass of water? Uh, <laughs> no cordial, though. It's too much sugar. <laughs> hey, Jagger, Jagger, go and ask your mum if we're allowed to have chips. Yeah, well, they're buying Come their own food chips. and stashing it away, mum and him are. Yeah. They don't want you to judge them for eating Oreos. <laughs> They've seen the way they judge your kids. <laughs> you just brushed your teeth and now you're eating chocolate biscuits. Are you guys prepared for it, though? Like, when your mum is so, like, gets to an age, um, and I know it's not a nice conversation, no. but when they get to an age and you've got to start making decisions for them. My parents are far off that. They're so, like, healthy yeah. and fit. Mm. But uh, whether they go to a nursing home or all of it, it's, it's just so strange because they've always looked after you and been able to give you the advice and all of a sudden it is it's going to change. Shady Pines Retirement Village. I've already picked it out. And you're going to pay for it? That's lovely. I know. <laughs> it's very cheap. <laughs> Would you ever have your mum live with you? No. No, well, she wouldn't want to? I don't think so. You haven't asked? M- Mum's always said, just drive me out to, like, the middle of nowhere and turn around. And then you'll be done for murder. <laughs> right. Only she really I've said hates it now. you. Um, well, he I- did it ten years ago, and she said, not yet. Calm <laughs> down. Well, she came back. <laughs> Plenty of life. Shoot, that's not what I meant. <laughs> Plenty of life in me. <laughs> I had to hitch all the way home. <laughs> What? She's oh. the car's still moving. Roll and kick her out the door. <laughs> Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. <laughs> okay, so our boss found this online, and when he was telling us, we're like, okay, that's actually really quite funny, and we found it really hard to play a game. So I thought I'd do a few more with you, because what it is is translated um, songs. Mm-hmm. So uh, you know how you get a, a song, and it's in English, and yeah. then it'll be translated to a different um, no, a different language. Yep. Yep. 
But this has been translated a few times, so it's kind of the lost in translation. Mm. Oh, so you mean like as in if you put something, you go to Google Translate yeah. and you can like type it in English yep. and then it'll tell you what it what the words mean in, in like yes. Mandarin but or something. But you know how sometimes if it's happened a few two times it gets lost in translation, it yes. doesn't really have the same essence. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it do, you can, you can pick it by a couple of words, but mm. these are songs. Because okay. sometimes, yeah, different languages will use like... They're describing word in the different space in the sentence. Yeah, and stuff. So especially when I was learning French, confusing. I used to always find it confusing that you wouldn't say the phone's pink; it would be pink phone. Ah, uh, that kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. So you've put and that's it... one of the easy examples. <laughs> so you've gone to one language, <laughs> then you've gone back to the other language. And maybe mm. back. Well, they were in English, language. different language, back to English. Yeah, you, right. you'll get it. You'll get it. The first one's really easy. Okay. okay? They tried to force me to go to recovery. But I did, but I did. No, no, no. Oh, that's, um, uh, right, rehab. Rehab. And rehab. 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 Isn't it? They tried to. Is it, when you hear that lyric straight up, they tried to make me. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Easy. My smoothie took all the kids to the garden. He is better than you. Khalees, my milkshake yes. brings all the boys to the yard. Good stuff. <laughs> Honey came in and took the red hand and went to the girl next door. How to forget what I found in the bathroom? We gave her a whole. Ah, uh, easy, <laughs> easy. Wasn't me by Shaggy. Yeah. This is fun. You can always get them though. Like you know, there's just that slight familiarity. Yeah, you've ruined that song for me. Why? Because you keep saying, "Why didn't? Why did he keep on seeing her in all these spots? Why didn't he just leave?" Oh well, if you hear it, it says all the spots. Yeah, yeah. No, I get like as if you turn up, see someone cheating, hang around to see where they're going to move to next. To the kitchen now. You know what? In fact, I'm going to stay here and make a full list of the next twelve hours of you two hooking up, so that when I confront you about it, I've got all my evidence. Maybe it was a detective. That was following. No, you see, you see the scene of the crime and you bust in on that one straight up. Would you? Yeah. If I busted my wife shagging another guy, I wouldn't wouldn't think, I'm just going to stay downstairs, and then if they leave, I'll follow them in my car and then see where they come back and see if they move to the kitchen. Absolutely not. Okay, moving on. (laughs) His sons are weak and his hands are heavy. Sweaty with vomit with someone's noodles. Nervous, spit on the surface, he looks calm and ready to drop bombs, but he keeps mom spaghetti. Okay, I reckon those were pretty easy. This one we're going to get serious with, okay? So this is translating songs into other languages. And translate back, yeah. Translating it back. Back to English. Everything is in the car, so let's ride wedding shops around to wine shop. The boys say they needed some gin and juice. <gasps> oh, gin and juice to get loose. Um. Everything is in the car, so let's ride wedding shops around to wine shop. The boys say they needed some gin and juice. Nelly, ride with me? No. Hmm. Now we get into juice. The boys. Everything's in the car. So we're packed. We're packed. We're packed to go. <laughs> wine. We're all going on a summer, summer holiday. holiday. <laughs> <laughs> no more working for a week or two. All right, I'll give you a one very more big, I'll give you a very big clue. Okay. One, two, three, four. Everything is in the car, so let's ride wedding shops around to wine shops. The boys say they needed some gin and juice. One, two, three, four. 
Get your woman on the floor. <laughs> gonna gonna get up to get down. Uh, gonna gonna get up. Don't get this. One, this one's two, hard. three. Katy four. Perry. Two, two. Mambo. Oh, Mambo number five. Oh. Yeah. One, two, three, four, five. Everybody in the car, so come on, let's ride to the liquor store. I want to come there. The boys say they want some gin and juice, but I really don't want a Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. Alpha Bucks for $10,000, guys. Uh, we play twice tomorrow. It'll be the 1st of April, 7 and 8 a.m. Give them some answers. At 7 a.m., your letter is C, and I want someone to get it. No one's getting the clues. <laughs> so the letter is C, and two of the answers are Coles and Crush, and at 8, it's Finding, ne- Finding Nemo and Friends. Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. Moving in together, we could be making a huge mistake. It is a huge milestone. You never have to pack an overnight bag again. How many partners have you guys lived with? Oh. <laughs> uh, we, we can ask the other one. No, question no, 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 I sorry. I, was just, well. I didn't know what to do the story. Um, three. Right. So you, so you had uh, Scotty, two other guys that you lived with, and were they? How long, like, did you sort of wait to move in? Pretty quickly, because it was more, uh, more that I dated my flatmate, so that was pretty quick. Oh, yeah, um, and then th- we needed a place <clears throat> in Sydney, so probably around about a month. Mm. Wow, that is yeah, quick. really quick. I know. I mean, Esther and I moved in after three months. Mm-hmm. We moved yeah. in together, then we broke up and moved out. Spent a couple of years apart and moved back in. Yeah, one, just cat. Yeah. Oh, you, you do live with a cat, right? Occasionally. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I saw a Reddit thread, and these are things. I think if you have a female flatmate as a guy, you do learn a few things about living with women. And like, I always think if you have brothers or sisters. Yeah. Like, I always feel sorry for people yeah. that have been in a family where just like three boys or three girls, and then they mm. move in with the opposite gender, and they're like, what? That's true. I lived with my sister for a while. Yeah. Mm. But I think it's different, the flatmate thing, to when you move in with a partner. Yep. Because the dynamic is very, very different. Mm-hmm. As a guy, you're generally living in the girl's house. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Do you did you find that when you move in? Mm-hmm. Like my brown my brown sofa couch had to go. The pretty I didn't really white couch. I found came it really in. moved into my place easily. I think. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so there's a Reddit thread going around what you did not realise until you lived with a woman. And thirteen ten sixty. Um, everyone get involved with this. What you didn't realise about the opposite sex until you oh, moved like, in yeah, with them. Males and females, yeah. 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 So these are ones that are just based on, on women here. Um, no matter how big the bed, no matter how big, king, queen, mm. you only get the edge of it. Mm-hmm. As a man, mm-hmm. you just get a little slither yep. on the side. I sleep on a precipice. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You wouldn't agree with that? You agree? Disagree? No? Uh, no, I guess so. I mean, this is all rocking in my favour, so I don't really see an issue with it. <laughs> Most women have three types of showers, depending on uh, how much time that you guys oh, have. Oh, good one, yes. Yeah. So if you're washing your hair, that's the extra long one. If you're doing an exfoliant, that's a good one. Or, or if you just want a quick your one. Legs. Yes. Yeah, or shaving your legs, yeah. So or you just have the quick one as well. He's written... Which is generally like the second one you feel bad. It depends on how dry or oily your hair is on the particular day. Yeah. There's These are the washes. Just uh, a wash of the body. Yes. I've seen that one. The hair goes in a pin and up, so yes. you just wash yeah. the body. Body. Mm. Um, wash body and hair. Yeah. Or wash body, wash hair, exfoliate, shave. Yeah, and put the um, the conditioner in. Ah, oh, so yes. So if you've got that like yes, extra yes, yes, yes. minutes once, yeah. Mm. Yep. Um, a guy learnt that um, women can lose a lot of hair and never go bald. Yeah. Mm. That's a good one. 
Yeah, there's that one. Um, and that hair ties actually disappear faster than socks. Mm-hmm. Yep. You know, he said mm-hmm. that he uh, lived with a girlfriend, and this was the magic of it. She had a container of hair ties with about 10,000 in there, mm. um, but there was also 10,000 throughout the house. <laughs> so the, the container never got smaller, mm. but the they grew throughout the house everywhere at the same time. Do you know the quickest thing? The one thing that really has got me is how quick it is for a guy to get ready. Mm. Because it's always with partners, it's driving me nuts that I see them, they're not dressed, <laughs> they're having a beer, and we're leaving in two minutes, yeah. and none of the shoes is done, just mm. everything, and they look at me and they go, I'll be ready, babe. Yeah. And you're like, I just don't think you do. And then we fight for a minute, and then they turn. I turn around, and they're fully dressed, <laughs> ready to go. In the car, beeping the horn. Yeah. Yeah. And I go, oh, yeah, yeah. yeah, that's impressive. So yeah. now I never question Scott. I go, oh, he'll be he'll ready. He'll be ready. He'll yeah. be ready. Even if he's mowing the lawn five minutes before we have to leave, I know he'll <laughs> be ready. I've learned that you can never have enough sheets. Oh, yeah. When I when I moved in with Kat, I brought two sets of sheets, summer and winter. Those were, the, those were my two options. And now we could change the bed every day if we wanted to. What are you doing in it? <laughs> I learned about that too. <laughs> 30, 10, 60. What did you learn about the opposite sex when you moved in with them? Scott in Norman Park, what did you learn about the opposite gender? Uh, there is only one correct way to fold a towel. <laughs> that is true, Scott. No, it isn't. It, no, it, it, there, it, <laughs> yeah, there is. Yeah, you there could is. do it the other way, but she'll only pull it out and do it again. It's yeah. because they all need to go the same way, Scott. You're married to a yes. wonderful person there. Yeah. yeah. There's so, also absolutely. only one way to hang out washing. Yeah. Yeah. Otherwise, yes. it doesn't dry properly. Yes, otherwise, it doesn't way. dry properly. Right. If you do too much of the fold over, then it doesn't do, and you've got to go back out and do the other fold over. And if you hang jeans up the wrong way, you don't get the cuff around the pant leg exactly. quite dry enough. Yes, and you don't get that weight that stops all the creases. God, you, you know what, so babe? Yeah. I don't want to upset you, babe, so I'll just leave it to you, okay? Yeah, that's what I... Just say, you hang it out, I'll wash it. It's easier to throw it in the machine than it is to hang it out. Yeah. yeah. Don't mix up the colours. separate! <laughs> Danny and Strathpine, what did you learn about the opposite sex when you moved in? I learned that... Men just do not know how to pee straight into a big round bowl. They get everywhere but the big round bowl. Mm. Yeah, well. Yeah. And I, then you have sons, and they learn from their father, so they're just as bad as their father. Mm. Listen, my dad never pulled me aside and said, "Hey, da- hey, mate, this is how it happens." No, my We're husband to work has. It out ourselves. No, my husband has three boys, and he's he's done pretty well because it's um, yeah. it's pretty high on my importance list. They're all very good. To be fair, if you had to control what I have to control, you'd understand. Is that a joke? I would suggest it is. <laughs> Chad. <laughs> if it Technically, can I stop you there? Okay. If it really is, it's closer to the damn bowl. Mm. So the aim should be, you know what I mean? Yeah, no, mm. I'm not standing outside the bathroom. But you, <laughs> I mean, if you really want to go down that way and go, oh, it's because it's so big. Mm. Well, it should be closer. I never said that. Mm. That's not what I said. Why well, I sit. <laughs> Takes out all the stress. Chat. <laughs> Come on in here, mate. Come and join the, um, yeah, the little chat circle. Welcome. Tell us what happened. What did you What did you realise when you moved in with a woman? As a kid in the US, um, moved in with girlfriend. Uh, she had five housemates and mm-hmm. all cheerleaders, and we had one bathroom. It was not the penthouse forum that you think it was. <laughs> <laughs> it was 
just constantly makeup caked all over everything. Mm. Every day to take a shower, throwing knickers out of the bathroom, <laughs> just pulling out clumps of hair from all over the shop. Mm. Uh, Unbelievable. And then the mood swings. Mm. Six women in one house. Oh, you, you, were, Chad, you were lucky you, to get out alive. I think you probably Chad. lost the boys when yeah. you said you lived with left six the <laughs> cheerleaders. <laughs> but yeah, they are, I would say that, messier than anyone else in the bathroom. Yeah. Lauren, what did you learn about guys when you moved in, in with one? Well, not only can they not aim, but they don't wash their hands after peeing. Uh, what do you classify as washing? Like, <laughs> I mean, I mean, I would, first time I um, stayed over at my partner's house, he went to the toilet, and then I didn't hear the sink. I'm like, go wash your hands. He goes, no, nah, it's just a wee. Just a wee. And then his brother does the same thing. You're in, you're, I'm like, mm. wash your hands. But it's not like you're peeing on your hand. No, but you've touched, yeah, boo-boo. Yeah, but it's, gr- like, just mm. wash them. So you'll touch it eventually, too. <laughs> and we definitely yeah, wash just... our hands after. <laughs> <laughs> See, I wash my hands. I wash my hands every time. We <laughs> scrub them, we scrub them, we scrub them. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing sexy as the hand sanitizer comes out. <laughs> Can't get him off me, get him off me. <laughs> like, it's like a surgeon getting ready for that operation. Oh, Lauren, uh, she's terrible. Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. Russia and North Korea have been singled out as suspects in the biggest ever cyber attack on an Australian media company. The Nine Network has focused on both foreign states in its programming, prompting cyber experts to speculate it could be payback for the attention. It was quite weird on Sunday morning, um, if you turned on Channel 9, uh, the, the morning show wasn't on mm. and the hosts were tweeting about it saying, we're here, we just can't get on. And I don't know if at that point they realised it was a cyber attack, as you were hearing. But Did you turn it off and turn it back on again? <laughs> or just need a reset? <laughs> but like you said, they didn't know if it was retaliation for a show that they were airing on 60 Minutes. Yes, against Putin. Putin, and whether it was a Russian um, cyber attack, that's what they were saying. But I can't even do a cross um, tomorrow, because normally on Thursday I'll do like a cross and we'll do it from here. Oh, yeah. You're on the, the Today Show. Yeah, show and they day. sent a message saying, hey, you, I can't, you can't do the Today Show unless you're in Sydney because we can't have any guests. I don't know if it's because it's compromised lines. Well, uh, they Zoom, can't guarantee- Zoom wouldn't be a secure line. Well, that's what they're saying, Zoom and all the other ways we went on there. Wow. Mm. So you hear a lot about it. Last year, um, uh, Scott Morrison came out and said that something had happened with the government and we're all possibly under attack. So if you get the listener app, there's a great podcast on there. Um, It's the Cyber Hacker Podcast. We're going to speak to a man now who is a reformed hacker. So he's not out there doing bad stuff anymore. Bastion's on this morning. Hi. Good morning. Thanks for being on the show. Appreciate it. We say reformed. I mean, what does does that mean that you were a hacker who got in trouble? Yes, I got into a little bit of hot water as a uh, as a very young man uh, for breaking into one of the big four banks and getting my hands on a number of credit cards. Although I only ever used it to order pizza, so I'm I'm relatively <laughs> relatively nice. Isn't that how that works though? Then they hire you to work for the banks. Isn't that how they work in the movies? And then they want you to hack into other systems. No, it didn't work. It does work somewhat like that. Yes, it's very interesting to see the job offers you get after uh, you're involved in something like that. Yeah. What did you get offered? Uh, various roles. I've had uh, various roles in my career, everything from large corporates to now running my own business, CTRL Group, where we get paid to hack into organisations. That's yeah. true. A lot less scary and uh, a lot less jail time. So, mm. so you mean like as in a company will come to you and they'll be like, we've set up a system, hack us, see if you can get in. Exactly, and we have a 100% breach record, so wow. it gives you an idea of the state of technology these days. That's what wow. I was going to ask. How, how, how miss guided do you think the public opinion of cyber hackers and, and then the danger that poses to them is 
Yeah, I think people just aren't aware how much danger they're in in their day-to-day lives. There are thousands of uh, malicious actors trying to steal your identity, trying to steal your money. Uh, We went overseas and got to see an amazing organisation, four-storey high building, 180 staff, HR managers, sick leave, predominantly female call centre, and uh, they were at the time tasked with hitting Australian real estate agents. Right. Oh, wow. It is it is complex. So what about the one that's happened on the, the weekend? Is is yeah. that is that coming from an overseas source? Do they know? Was it Putin at home on his Dell laptop? <laughs> <laughs> Look, uh, the dark web is abuzz with rumours, most of which saying that it's retaliation for a program that was going to air, um, saying how bad... Uh, the poisoning techniques uh, and some of the things that are happening in Russia at the moment. And absolutely, you mentioned Putin, not me. Um, but yeah, look, the, the dark web is a buzz and it looks like the source of the attacks is Russia. Although there is a chance that this is just uh, a case of Channel 9 hadn't patched some exchange servers mm. and it's just part of a big breach that we've been seeing across the world and Australia also in the last few weeks. And what's he, what do you mean by an exchange server? That would be like someone left a wire unplugged or something like that? <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. No. So uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Microsoft uh, have a bunch of different services and one of those being exchange servers. So if you use Outlook or you email anyone, chances are you've probably used in the back end an exchange server. Mm-hmm. And there was a very serious vulnerability that allowed malicious entities to go from the outside, that being the internet, into the organisations on the inside. Right. Um, but the Channel 9 breach was very specific, so it targeted software they were using for their automated broadcast systems mm. and looked like a fairly sophisticated attack. So that normally points to a state actor um, with a specific intent. Because also the other thing that some cyber hackers do is they will block up people's systems and they do they ask for money, right? They do like a ransom sort of thing. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So, I mean, that's one of the most common forms of getting money out of people, so you'll have some kind of unpatched thing on your, whether your desktop or your work on your servers or in the cloud, and they will completely crypto lock your environment, which means that you can't see your own files and they'll charge you money to unlock your files. Wow. Really wow. common attack, yeah. What about with last year, how even uh, the government had to come out and say there had been a, an attack, um, a cyber attack, and they admitted to it and they said they're working on it. How secure or how sophisticated are our systems here in Australia? We're pretty bad in Australia. We have that uh, she'll be right kind of attitude, mm-hmm. um, which is tragic because, like you said, uh, Scott Morrison jumped up, said to the world, we're seeing an attack. We at CTRL Group, we, we have a security operations centre, so we monitor what we call threat intel, mm-hmm. and we saw a huge spike in IP addresses coming from China attacking local businesses, mm-hmm. and it was not particularly sophisticated. All you had to have done to thwart that attack was patch your system within 12 months. Wow. So... So businesses hadn't done any patching for 12 months. All the businesses that got hit hadn't done any sort of security patches for 12 months. Right. And thousands of Australian businesses were compromised. So, yeah, we're not particularly sophisticated in Australia. It's time for a bit of change, time to wake up. Come it on, is Scott annoying though. to update your phones and mm-hmm. laptops, but get it done. Yeah, we need to get McPhee on all of those computers in the <laughs> Parliament House to stop those hackers getting in. That's how they stop them, right? You just put that on there. Internet security. Yeah, endpoint protection yeah. response doesn't have to be that particular brand, but yeah, they're all pretty good these days. Put something okay. on it, it'll protect you. Bastin, I just want to know, we keep so much information on our phones, and I know you'll probably say that's stupid. Do you have the ability to hack into someone's phone? Absolutely. We've got some amazing tools, and it would actually be frightening for most people to see some of the tools we've got. Mm. Um, for example, 
when we get paid to hack into organisations, one of the tools we use is we'll set up a little stall out the front of a business and we'll give away free phone chargers. If you plug in that charger to your phone, boom, we have complete remote access to it. Wow. If you plug it into your laptop, we've got a shell into the laptop. So, what? yeah, we can hack into phones. Bluetooth is vulnerable. Uh, Wi-Fi is a really common one. Mm. So if you guys have ever been to a hotel, for example, and you've connected to the free Wi-Fi, mm -hmm. if you haven't gone and forgotten that network, you're vulnerable to an attack from someone like myself right now. Yeah, right. But every seven seconds, your phone will be looking for that Wi-Fi when it's not connected. Ah, uh, yeah. And we've got this really cool device called the Wireless Pineapples. We've got some great names for some of these toys. <laughs> um, and it will pretend to be that McDonald's network or hotel or airport. And once your phone connects to our evil network, You're we've in. got you. <laughs> Can I ask, um, you hear a lot of talk about this one too. Maddie's a, a huge TikTok fan, loves it. How dangerous is that app? Because you hear things about it, like all your information is going to China and all that sort of stuff. What's that about? Yeah, I mean, all the apps are pretty bad. It's not just TikTok. Uh, there's some fairly manipulative systems being installed with those apps that monitor things like your identity, uh, your usage patterns, your shopping patterns. Uh, and they sell it to anyone who wants to buy that information. So the danger there is if you are on the fence in a political situation, they know what's going to agitate you, they know how to influence you, they might start sharing some videos with you that make you upset and might lean your vote one way or the other. We saw that with The Great Hack Movie mm -hmm. or Social Dilemma, if you've checked it out. Yeah, so I these are that. what these apps are doing. Yeah, they're collecting information on you, and it might not seem that important, but they really have a lot of, well, it's called weaponized data, so they're using your information against you. Mm. Where do you live, your social economic profile, your credit rating, all these things they can use to manipulate you. We hear about the dark web, you know, where apparently you can go and buy drugs online and, and find hitmen and stuff. It's like the, the internet behind the internet. Is all that stuff true? Like, can, are people going on there buying weapons and doing that sort of crazy stuff? The Wild West, yeah, well, recently Australian National University did a really interesting study where they found there's over 2,000 3D printed weapons for sale and kids are buying these things, uh, completely unregulated, no serial numbers and we don't want to end up in a situation where we're like Americans and we're just walking around with handguns obviously. Mm. So look, there's absolutely things for sale in the dark web, everything from drugs to some very unsavoury um, pictures of children and things like that. So it is a real place, it's um, pretty easy to get on. It, it's also used for good. For example, when governments like Russia or China and other governments try and shut down free communication, a lot of parties will turn to that so they can communicate to each other. Right. Mm. Oh, there must okay. be so many different networks of people like you or hackers all over the world that then share the information. Yeah, exactly. I mean, whether you are a black hat and that's someone who attacks people for money or data or information, or whether you're a white hat like myself and we're trying to protect organisations, we're all sharing because it's a war. Mm. Essentially, one week you'll find that there's a new breach and we call it a zero-day breach and we're all scratching our heads on how to protect and detect these things and then we'll get the one up. Things like user behaviour analytics and, and systems to protect people have been invented. So it's a day-to-day -day war, um, sometimes good, sometimes bad. Right. Is it true, like on the movies, when you guys are hacking, you know, like in the movies you see someone there with six computer screens and they're just typing profusely, <laughs> like, and, and they never seem to make any sort of mistake. They never use backspace. They just tap, 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 tap. Is that how you hack, or is it just literally load up some software and go start? Uh, look, there's many different forms of hacking, but, yeah, Hollywood does definitely dramatise it a little. Uh, it'll generally take days and weeks to, to breach a specific target. Oh, not 20 um, seconds. <laughs> well, uh, yeah, Hackers I mean, is my favourite movie, Angelina Jolie, so don't ruin that one for me. <laughs> like, I won't ruin it for you, yeah. But, I mean, if, yeah. we're, if we're writing a malicious script, 
that's where you'll have multiple monitors and we're actually coding and yeah, it does look a little bit like Hollywood, but it takes a bit longer to actually get that malicious script yeah, to the destination okay. point. So we'll use things like social engineering. We'll pick up the phone, we'll send emails, and we're trying to get that code onto your system. Right. right. It's very interesting. If you want to know more about hacking Cyber Hacker, the podcast, it's on the Listener app. Download it now. Bastion, you're the host of it. Thanks for chatting to us, buddy. Absolute pleasure. Thanks for having me on the show. Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. As another show draws to a close, Stav, Abby and Matt take a moment to reflect. Nice morning abilities. It's really showing up at the moment mm. when all the kids are at home because I uh, say I'll play cricket with you. And they go, no, it's all right. Yeah. Nice here. <laughs> <laughs> Anyone want to play handball? No, that's all right. Nana's here. Mm-hmm. I was like, hmm, I used to be good, but I just, I miss the sporting gene. I've always loved it, but I was looking through all my ribbons that my parents brought up, and I was always third or fourth. It's never. But first in their heart. Oh, no, not really. No. Thanks, but no thanks. <laughs> <laughs> my son is home from school mm-hmm. because obviously school is shut due to the lockdown. But we've got to tiptoe around that because our daughter, Eden, is still going to daycare. My wife works from home and most of her day is speaking to clients via Zoom and things like that. You can't have little ones there. And my daughter, if mummy's home, my daughter wants mummy. So, you know, very much uh, most of the time, S has got to whisper when she's on the phone if she doesn't want Eden to go down there. (laughs) But we're tiptoeing around our house because we have to pretend that Xander's still going to school so Eden doesn't get annoyed. So Xander's having lots of free dress days, and last night when I was getting ready, I pretended to iron Xander's uniform. Take out the last one. Like, yeah, I was like, we're wow. packing his bag and everything. We're doing the whole, the whole charade. <laughs> I'm not scared of my daughter. No, thanks, but no thanks. You guys know me. You know I run a t- pretty tight ship. I don't like the little red notifications on the phone screen. Oh, yeah. So mm. there's no numbers of text and unread text messages on this call. Mm-hmm. I also run a pretty tidy inbox. And oh. Sometimes I'll delete my um, inbox on my phone. And what I do there is you can go select all and you go through them all and you select the ones you want to delete and then you keep the ones you want to keep. Sometimes I'll get down to like 100, all ready to just push that delete button. But then you just hit the screen and it thinks you want to read one of those messages undoing all your good work, uh, highlighting all the hundred that you wanted to delete. Gonna go back to the top. Start scrolling. I thought of you the other day. Again. Look, I deleted them. I already got 487 missed calls. 485. Yeah, well, I had 4,000. Give me a heart attack. Oh. I got 53 unread emails, 11 texts, and 181 you missed got calls. 53. Oh Why have I got 400? More emails. Popular. No, 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 I just don't read them all as much. I, I do a delete here and there. Yeah, it's impressive. Anyway, thanks for nothing. Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. That's the end of the podcast, guys. See you tomorrow. Bye. Bye. Stab Abby and Matt. Brisbane wakes up with Stab Abby and Matt on B105.